Well, welcome in to the League Podcast, friends. I'm your host, Commissioner. And on a two-game winning streak, two biggest wins in my, in my life, really, the Ken Norton. And I'm here with two analysts of the game. The Cody Rikes, back from his hiatus, sitting in, in the penalty yes. box for the last few weeks. So welcome back, Cody, to the pod. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's been like a month. It's, it's good to be back. Yeah, we, we put and you were suspended need... for four weeks. According to the amazing cinematic film Major League, three wins is considered a winning streak. You're not quite there yet. This is true. This is true. In the words of Lou, in the words of Lou Brown, it has been done before. Not sure you'll get there though. Yes. Well, hopefully, because I am playing our guest on the pod this week, Mr. Dick Sporting Goods himself, Eric Brown. <laughs> Mr. No Quarterback, how you doing, buddy? Uh, excited for this weekend. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how my team fares without a quarterback. Thank you, Kenny, for picking them all up. Um, I, I feel like I should sell. be given some sort of special treatment. Like I should be granted some extra points or something because I don't have a position to play. Yeah, Everyone's on bye. It's just completely unfair. Totally unfair, right? It sucks. Can't believe <laughs> it. I know. It's horrible. Shoot. Dang nabbit. You, have to go get, uh, you should go get Jeremy's boy, Aiden O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Jeremy has no quarterback either. Gentlemen, how you been the last few weeks? Busy. Glad I won. Eric gave me a hell of a scare on Sunday. Um, if I would have lost that game, I might have just packed it in. But back to 500, feeling good. Uh, just need to get through. Everybody's on a bye this week on my team, so. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm really hoping Dasher comes out flying. Cody, who are you playing? Dasher? Yeah. Dasher, yeah. So easy should be should be an easy week with <laughs> my, my guys on a bye. But I'm in a bit of a dilemma. I have um Goff and Wilson on a bye. And Deshaun Watson probably won't play, nor do I want him to play. And I need to clear a roster spot spot to get CJ Stroud up. So I need to make a trade here because none of the guys, I don't want to drop anybody because I have all pretty good players. Kenny and I were so, actually looking at that earlier, your roster and how everyone was on by your QBs just like me, and we we're talking yeah. through how you might not be able to start a quarterback like like I'm not able to this week, but then we noticed that you, that you have uh, CJ Stroud on your taxi squad. So yeah, got to promote I, him. Getting the old I don't want to cut anybody. I don't want to cut anybody. There, there's, there's at least a couple guys on my roster that are worth it third or fourth round pick that could so if anyone if anyone listens before Sunday needs some depth for the roster. I'll give you a third round pick for, for Jerry Judy right now. Negative. That's worth it. That's pretty even. I agree. Cody's Co- Cody's on a different level when it comes to Judy. He's always overvalued he's, that boy. He's, but a third is pretty good he's value. Twenty four. Come on. Yeah. He's twenty four years old. He's still got time. 24 doesn't mean anything. Bateman's 24. Guy sucks too, you know? Judy's better than Bateman. Dead in the water. All right, gents, we have lots. I see what you mean, but hold on real fast. I mean, you got to be able to cut the Lions defense. Everyone else I get, but that's that's a no-brainer. That's probably the play, but they're like the number 12 defense on the year. Like, that's 
and they're building something with Aiden Hutchinson. They drafted the, the two linebackers in the first round. Their secondary is playing good, but they might be good for a while. Yeah, really but knowing that them. you have the Eagles defense, that's why. You that's, yeah, that's, that's valid. But then what happens when the Eagles haven't had a bye yet? So when it comes to the Eagles having their bye, I'm not going to cut the Eagles to pick up no defense. I'll give you a fourth for Miles Sanders. <laughs> Third, and I'll do it. You got Rasheed Rice. Nah, he's already lost his backup. Boy, starting. Okay, well, we got lots to uh, jump in on. We hope to make some trade during the podcast. We have yet to do that. And that will be a great day when it happens. Breaking news. Matt Canada is going to be on the sidelines tonight for the Steelers game. Will it make a difference? No. Well, it gives the fans an opportunity to peg him with a beer. So if I was him, <laughs> I would be a tad bit more scared for my safety. But that's just me. Yeah, it's valid. All right, so the Dynasty News uh, playoff race is heating up. There are eight teams in this, gentlemen. So I I would love to hear kind of your thoughts. Zach and Sabre seem to have the divisions locked up. Jeremy and Steve are in a fierce battle with Steve Brown as well. You never know. There could be a sleeper coming up from the third position all the way up to the first. You never know. For that division, seems to be up in the air. Past that, we have myself, Cody, Dustin, and Steve Brown. So there are eight teams coming into the playoffs this year. A little bit different than past years. Normally, there's like six, seven. But there seem to be eight teams that have a chance on making the playoffs. Who are the two that are going to be out? Who missed the playoffs? The two that are going to be out? Yeah. Who who misses it this year? One of them is on the spot. Yeah, I would agree. I think I think you think I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't mean me. I mean that's a given. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you took Kenny over me, huh? You think I'm gonna be out? I have the head-to-head win against you. Yeah, but we still have to play. We still have to that's play. a half. A, that's a that's still a half a leg up on you. We still have to play the uh, last game. I, I there's still one more. I think my team's just hitting its stride. Really. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hasn't been downhill do. since like week two. But we'll see. Okay. Who's the. It's, it's uh, been up and down. So who who are the two teams in your eyes, Cody, that are out of the playoffs? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Let me dig in. Just I think you. you're, I think you're in. I think, okay. I think Dustin, Dustin, I think has the hardest road to get there because he lost. So he has. All mm-hmm. three division losses. He's 0 3 in the division. That's tough. Sabres in. No one else in that division's going. Jeremy. Steve Steve uh, Fury is. I think he's he's dangerous. So I'd take Dustin and Steve Brown as the two on the outside. Okay. There's going to be a big game um, this week with uh, Lawn Darts and Steve Fury. They are facing off against each other. That's a big one. Right. Oh, Sa- that is big. Saber also plays uh, Steve Brown, which I guess I could just cue the Game of the Week music for right now. Saber does play Steve Brown. Another tight race. Six and two, five and three. Someone's going to lose that. And Jeremy plays Zach. So there is some there is some tight Ooh, races here. Heavyweight. Uh, some heavyweight things that will shake up the six so I, I think this is one of those weeks where it's like if you win your chances skyrocket up if you lose it, it may tank yeah so i think these are some must wins 
for those gentlemen, I'm sure they're a little bit nervous. Jeremy's probably the least nervous out of those being at six and two, but still to go to six and three, you just never know if uh, you know the train falls off. What do you, so to speak? What do you think uh, Zach's chances are going on the are? Um, I would say those are increasing pretty good. Yeah, are they better or worse than Freddie's odds of going defeated? Oh, uh, worse than Freddie going to, he's not going to win a game. Yeah, I don't think he's doing it right. He's doing it right. Got to tip the cap. Yeah, are you, Freddie, give us your mindset as you see another tanker. Eric, is are you jealous of Freddie right now? Or There's two of them? There's two other ones. Yeah, well, you know, I just how do you? What's a phrase? Um, it's just flattery. Mm. Like they're just <laughs> they see what I did. I'm a trailblazer and. They're swimming in my wake. So yeah, now you, you, were the early you feel, are you mad when they win a championship before you or how does that, how does that work out? No, cause it's a constant tank. I hope they go for a championship. I'll keep taking You never, you never want to compete. You just constantly want to turn that roster. Over. My championships drafting uh one one and um, pretty much all the drafts. There's nothing better than mock drafts and mock draft season in dynasty football. The entire purpose of dynasty football is for fun. There's nothing more fun than going through the whole mock draft offseason, seeing the draft, seeing who you're taking, building up a team. No, I'm I'm not kidding. Like I, I might you not, I agree with you. I just you and PJ Fleck are one and the same. Who gives a shit about winning? Let's just let's just have fun and turn this roster over. Yep, unless it's against Iowa this year in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Need a little fucking lipstick after that, or chapstick after that. Fucking shit, go with the refs. Too. <laughs> the refs. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, um, what did you acknowledge that one? We have not brought you on the podcast since that happened. Um, yeah, opening up Pandora's box. I'm sure the listeners are just dying to hear your take. I think we all know where it's going to go, but. One to ten. What On was the your, overall state of the program? Well, what was that? your just initial reaction? Take us through two things. I want to know what was your initial, like, what did you do when it got called back? And then what's your thoughts on the initial state of the, the old program? So when it got called back, I was actually watching Dustin's two girls and uh, another uh, relative. Uh, I was actually making them, we just finished eating, right? Being a good uncle. And, uh, we were all celebrating, having a good time, like it's a pretty cool moment. And then this review is going on. It's like two, two and a half, three minutes long. And they come out with this just ridiculous call that anybody watching was like, that, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, take it away. So I had to stay pretty, pretty chill. I was a little bit like, the fuck? This is, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, so I, I was pretty chill, uh, pretty mad. I had to drive to Des Moines right after that and then go to Florida. So I was pretty pissed off for a solid 48 hours just because we lost to Minnesota for the first time in seven years. And that program is just a dumpster fire. PJ Fleck is the biggest, biggest douchebag of all time. And um, yeah, we got Jimmy robbed. Literally, get fucked. He's one in seven against Iowa. Um, he hasn't won shit. And uh, yeah, I. Legitimately got screwed over by the NCAA. So, I mean, it was all over the news. It was horrible. And then uh, the NCAA came out and reversed 
uh, they had a targeting call in that game too that the NSA came out and was like, yeah, that was wrong. So the dude's playing this week now. Uh-huh. When the, hold on, when the NCAA and the Big Ten has to have a 30-minute news conference two days after the game to talk about a specific call, you know they fucked up. They don't just do that because uh, it was the right call. So I think uh, the Floyd Rosedale should be shipped back to the state of Iowa where it rightfully belongs. And uh, yeah, long live Kirk Ferentz. Get Brian Ferentz out and we'll be back to uh, winning uh, 10 games a year. So you're excited about the program then, huh? Excited Hell about yeah. the future. Things are looking up. Hawks, Hawks by a million. Hawks by a million. Just how about not finding a quarterback from California? Like just try any Start, other. Just try any other state. I think their current guy's coming from Florida, so we'll just try the other coast. Right, yeah, try that coast. I mean, literally, <laughs> just pick any other state. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So the Iowa program's looking up. Cody, Hawks by a million. Dynasty race is heating up. Things are looking up for a lot of people. It's fun. It's a fun time of the year. We're about we're over halfway through, so it's coming down to the end. Speaking of the Isn't end, sad. it is sad. It's less that actually. Let's not even talk. What do you about mean, it. Eric? What do you What do you mean, sad? You're you're looking forward to fucking like May. What are you talking about? You just hey, you're one, you're, forward you are you're, you're one step closer to May, Eric. No, that's true. I've already started to Google like yeah, when is sleeper going to come out with um, you know, the mock drafts in the app, um. They were a little bit late last year with it. There's like a dead zone period in January. But no, the point is, it's just... <laughs> a little bit late in January. Yeah, yeah the, the Super Bowl hasn't even gone off. <laughs> Eric, by January, is just, just crushing We're not the boards. on the NFL... Yeah, we're not on the NFL uh, schedule here. We're on the uh, Dynasty playoff schedule. As soon as that thing's over with, I want a mock draft start that Monday. Um, True Steelers no, fan, just dead inside. <clears throat> Yeah, we saw. Uh, yeah, that's an inner pirate fan in me. But yeah, I'm excited for yeah that because it's sad. Like the NFL season's already pretty much pretty much wrapping up. It's crazy. It's not even Thanksgiving yet, dude. Well, you take know, take a step November, back from the ledge. Like come Thanksgiving's out. basically tomorrow, and then you know <laughs> with today being or tomorrow being Thanksgiving, two days from now is Christmas, and then New Year's is three days from now. It's just and four oh. and four days away it's may so she's 40 before you know it yep wild um looking ahead though week 13 just for everyone to know is the trade deadline and that is the end of week 13 games so the trade deadline is always week 13 and when the last game is over on that monday night that is when the trade deadline ends so we have i think four because it's week nine five weeks left into the trade deadline so for all you listeners out there wondering, week 13, end of games, final trade market. All right, gents. I wanted to have some fun with us since we are the true analysts of this league. Let's do some mental jousting, okay? I would love to have a conversation on the Dynasty Top 12 wide receivers. I want to go through a list, rank them up, and see where we are midway through the season, see how it changes. And I'm just super interested to see if you were to start a startup today, who'd be your top 12 guys. So. I like it. Can I go first? You certainly can. Who is the number one dynasty wide receiver looking forward? Well, number one is paired up with a, you know, he's a young wide receiver. 
He's paired up with an amazing elite quarterback. He wears orange. Talking, of course, about Jerry Judy. Hell yeah. Um, so I've got Jerry Judy going number one. Just kidding. He's we talking about cel- touchdown celebrations? or? <laughs> no, it's uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is number one as of right now. It doesn't matter where he's going. Marvin Harrison is the number one dynasty wide receiver. Congrats, Freddie. Unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, really excited for you. Marvin Harrison, number one. Cody, I'd imagine Marvin your number one is different. I didn't give My Eric, number one is different. I didn't give Eric any stipulations on how he should rank it. So Maserati Marv finds his way into it. Maserati Marv. Cody, who is your number um, one? Honestly, it's your boy, Jamar Chase. Really? I would, I would, yeah. I just think he's, he's so smooth. He's so good. He's got good quarterback. Uh, Jamar Chase, his value is number one. If I was starting. He wears orange. He does. He does. I have Jefferson still at number one and Chase at number two. And you may say to yeah, yourself. There's not, there's not a huge difference between them, but I just like Chase. His quarterback situation's a little bit better. I, yeah, yeah, uh, they're the same tier, but I agree with you, Cody. I would have no rookies inside. I would have Jamar Chase number one, Jefferson number two. Just given the he's still like twenty, situation. is he twenty four still? Like he's yeah, he's got a lot of time left to be. He's not even his prime yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I think both these guys are in their prime probably right now. I mean, they're both twenty four, so. I, I yeah. mean, I, I could see how people would put Chase. I just think Jefferson's the best wide receiver in the league. I don't think, um, obviously, the little Vikings plays a factor into it, but I, he hasn't signed a contract, so I would just be interested to see what happens next year if he goes to any other team or the Vikings bring back Kirk. I mean, I still think he's the number one wide receiver. So, whatever. I'm uh, I'm one Chase, or one Jefferson, two Chase, would you guys are the opposite? Do you is that pretty consensus? Those two are the top two guys. Definitely. Yeah, I Chase and Jefferson, and I think there's a little bit of a break with the next guy. I agree. So let's jump into it. Number three, who comes in at number three for you, gentlemen? Eric Neighbors, LSU wide receiver. He's expected to go <laughs> in the top ten uh, in this upcoming. You like him over the Florida drafts. State guy. Keon Coleman, hold on, hold on. I got him number uh, four. Romo Dunze okay. is my third wide receiver overall. So once you bake in those top four guys, Marvin Harrison, Malik Neighbors, Romo Dunze, and Keon Coleman, then we can start talking about, you know, the chases, the Jeffersons of the world. Age matters, guys. Age matters. These guys are 21, going to blow the top off this league. Honestly, I'm a little bit worried about Freddie because he's going to – eat up a lot of these guys next year in the draft. How many first-round picks does he have? Because that's really all that matters. Why aren't we talking about this more? Six. Is six. Seven? Six seven. or seven. seven. That is uh, – my mouth is watering. Salivating. <laughs> that is so <laughs> amazing. I'm very jealous. Freddie, hit me up. Um, so, yeah. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, there's only one name. Um, fly, Eagles, Fly, Sabre, A.J. Brown. And again, it goes back to the QB situation as well and the age, 25. Yeah, I have A.J. Brown and Tyreek Hill in the same same tier just because Tyreek Hill's value is so insane. I, I should not have sold him when I did. I he's too he was, old. Yeah, I think he's too old for it. You would have him at but he, he's not. He's not slowing down. He's got 
He's got a solid three years. I mean, he's 29 I mean, years. He's trying to compete. So, so let me ask you this right now. Would you rather have CeeDee Lamb on your team right now or Tyreek Hill in Dynasty? It depends on where my team is. So right now, I'm if I'm going for it, I'm taking Tyreek Hill. But if I'm kind of sitting somewhere in the middle, I'm taking CeeDee. But I don't trust Dak at all. I, I, so for me personally, even if I'm going for it, I'm still taking Lamb. He has his career high in receiving yards in a game is 158, which was last week. I don't get. I Ceedee Lamb is good. I don't think he is elite. He is not in that same tier as AJ Brown or Tyreek Hill. I will. We'll, Tyreek Hill has had we'll more 200 yard receiving games. We'll get to these. As far as Come week on. to week performance, you're right. Like as a, but again, that's not the, like if I were to win a championship this just this year, and then the world explodes after it in its redraft, I would take Hill. But the fact that you get Lamb for an additional four or five years on top of it, and you can keep going mm-hmm. on a championship run with Lamb in the same age four or five years from now that Hill is now, I'd go Lamb and a few other folks. But we can talk about that, like Kenny said. Yeah, we'll, we'll, sure. we'll get to these names. Cody, who is your third again? Like I can, we mentioned so many wide receivers there. I was, AJ, I was A.J. Brown as well. So you both are A.J. He's Brown. Just, Okay. Yeah, he's week in, week out, just a stud. Okay, you guys are gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be the one that's pushing back on this. Okay, interested. 26 years old. I would take at number three, Amon Ross St. Brown. Ugh. I yeah. think he's the yeah. third best yeah. wide receiver. Uh, he's 24, still young. Detroit is. That franchise is turning <laughs> itself around. Um, I'm. I get AJ Brown is dominant i have him still high i just think uh um i'd rather have amon raw kind of the same argument you get an extra two years i think he's just as good just as dominant and um that's who i would have as my number three wide receiver if i was starting a dynasty top 12 right now that's fair who do you have after that puka nakua you're just trying to stab me i do not have puka nakua that's where i have cd so while I do agree, CD is four. I have CD as four. I have CD as four as well, and then Amron is five. So similar okay. ballpark. Yeah, I think CD at four is a good spot for him to be. Um, yeah, I, I, I just I don't, I don't know. know if he's I'm not sold on that guy. Yeah, for you, Cody, I, I don't think he has to be like. I mean, how, how yeah, are I would we throwing rather, around honestly, the word elite? You know, like. He's not as elite as Honestly, Jefferson and Chase, but he's 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 a good he's wide solid, receiver. Dude. But honestly, I would probably take Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave, and Garrett Wilson over CD. Just me personally. It's fair. Just they're they're younger. I think they have more in the tank. I mean, once Garrett Wilson gets a quarterback, like I think he, that dude's the sky's the limit. Um, yeah, I might be a little biased on my team, but. 12. You're not taking a lobby in your top twelve. Interesting. He's had a bad more of a, falling off. That's that's a Derek Carr situation. I agree. So I have CD at four. Eric, you have CD at four as well. We're mm-hmm. we're tied in that. And then Cody, who's your four? If it's not CD, mm, I'd probably go Amon Ra. Okay. Right right after um, right after AJ Brown. So Amon Ra for all of us is pretty high up there. Yeah, or the three, four, or yeah, five. Really That's glad interesting. I him away. All right, mm-hmm. I like it. Five. Who do you guys got at five? 
Give me Jalen Waddle. Tell me more. Flatter he's, me. He's he's young. He's in an awesome offense. He's with a great quarterback. He's already very very good. Uh, if, if you're going off of again dynasty, not redraft, I think his upside is right there with Jamar Chase in the long run. Yeah, I'd agree so, with that. Go ahead, Eric. I was going to say I've got Chase Jefferson Brown CD and then Amon Ross five. And we've talked through the top five. So my sixth is Hill. Wait, we're not that far off on Hill then. Yeah, yeah. I have Hill a little bit farther down because of his age. Uh, I have Jalen Waddle at fifth as well. I'm not necessarily I, – I like the fact that he's on Miami. I think that uh, kind of insulates him just with the upside of it. It is a real downer though, having Hill with him. And knowing that Hill is just, he just is a magnet for the balls. So I, I, I think right. that's where I think I could be easily. Waddle has the easiest um, path to move down or up, depending on what Hill or does. Or up, yeah. If Hill if ever, Tyreek Hill if he blows a hammy and is done, like. Yeah, he, he would fly up, right? Because then he would be the magnet for that. But also, if Hill stays there for a few more years, I think Waddle. It's it's going to be one of those things as an owner. It's like I wish it's like I'm, I'm going to be wishing, and then he's going to waste his kind of prime. So I think there's just some risk with Waddle, sure. unlike other guys. So I could be convinced moving him down from five. I'm also a little biased because I drafted him and Chase. So I'm just kind of like those two guys to me are just some of my favorite uh, players, which I think is just interesting in the dynasty world. Once you draft a guy and have him hit, you know, it's kind of it's hard to ever get rid of him or be unbiased, so to speak. Six for me is Garrett Wilson. Yeah. So I Potential. I don't... Uh, A.J. Brown for me is kind of falling, but uh, I like Garrett Wilson. I think his potential is off the charts. Yeah. It'd be nice to be showed up this year. Uh, or, you know... Well, I mean, who could, no one's going to show up playing with, but, you know, Zachy. Yeah. Right? I mean... Right. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe Maybe we should be more worried about that. I mean, he, no, not. he was he was awesome. He was awesome last year when was it Joe Flacco early in the year, and then he he had uh, Mike White yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they did a carousel. Yeah, he had White Flacco. He played better, I think, with yeah. White and Flacco than he ever has with Wilson. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so just put up. See, that's but that's exactly why. Like, I don't understand how you can have him above Brown. Brown is in the most stable position, and he's not that much older. Is he older? Yeah, he's older, but it's. He's in his prime. He's so much younger than Hill. I I just look at AJ Brown and Tyreek Hill as being pretty similar. Like Hill's better this year, certainly, but AJ Brown is in the prime of his career, tied with a 24 year old Jalen Hurts. I'm pretty high on AJ Brown. I couldn't put Garrett Wilson above him. Now I do have Garrett Wilson as, as my seventh, right after Hill. So like, <clears throat> yeah. we're all in the same ballpark with Wilson. But just on the Jets in general and the quarterback carousel, like, yeah, could their QB situation be fixed next year? Absolutely could be. But we thought it was going to be the fix this year, too. It just, there's something about the Jets. It's not as stable as the Eagles with Hurts. I, I would go with the sure thing. I think, I actually think you're right about that. If I were to doing this, I think I'd move him up above Wilson. I think that argument is a good argument. He's in his prime. He was the sixth overall PPR wide receiver last year, had 145 targets. 11 touchdowns. He's the second overall wide receiver right now. 
The guy's been demanding targets ever since that. I think it was the Minnesota game where he just lost it. And then literally since yeah. then. <laughs> I mean, this is why the wide receivers can be divas because wow. if they do complain, they they get the ball. Um, yeah, I mean, listen to his last six games. Nine for 131, nine for 175 and two, six for 127, seven for 131, 10 for 137 and a touchdown, and eight for 130 and two. The lowest amount of yards he's had in the last six games is 127. That's insane. <laughs> he's a I beast. Mean, he's a beast. Yeah. He, he, could, be, so, he could be above so, Waddle. I mean, maybe yeah, I'm I way too low on Brown. It's hard, it's, well, that's it's, it's hard with third. Dynasty. He's, it's hard with Dynasty to me because of his age. So some of these 23, 24-year-olds... I guess the argument for me when I was doing this is like, okay, their age does mean something. But if he plays for another four years, you know, maybe I'm too low on Brown. I mean, you guys had him at three and I have him down at six right now. So that's age matters a lot. It does. And that's why like Diggs is super low for me. Um, Yeah, me too. The older folks, but, but look, when it comes to Brown, he's still in the promise career. He's not old. He'll have another five years. Maybe it's because he's just trained. He already has really good chemistry with. Yeah. Maybe it's because he changed teams on me. I, I just maybe have that mindset in him that he's older. But he's really not. You know, 26 is literally two years older than CD and Amon Ra. So, yeah, I think I'm too low on AJ just from a top 12 standpoint. Um, Did you guys get a chance to give your six? All the names are kind of bleeding together in my brain. Give us your top six, both of you. Rattle them off. For me and for the listeners, Cody, you had... I was... I had Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, Tyreek Hill, and... Who do I have six? Um, Well, I put Waddle and Garrett Wilson kind of in the same boat. Right there, six, seven. Eric, who do you got? Very similar. Chase, Jefferson, Brown, Lamb, Amon Ra, Tyreek, Garrett Wilson is seven, and then Waddle at eight. Okay. Yeah, I guess my big difference is CD Lamb. I just, uh, he's not as consistent as I'd like him to be. All right. So I got Jefferson, Chase, Amon Ra, CD, Waddle at five, Brown at six, Wilson at seven. For me, is. Alave. Let's talk about Alave real quick. Eric, you initially said kind of earlier you are he's out of your top twelve for you. I'm still high on Alave. Um give us your kind of initial reasoning on why he is he's so low for you. Because that's an interesting one, to be honest. I would yeah, say Yeah, look, he's is he great prospect? Is he a great wide receiver? Yes, yes, yes. I'm just concerned like, about the future there in New Orleans. Um, QB situation in general. Um, I'm worried about what the offense is going to be like when Michael Thomas goes away. They don't have any other wide receivers. Could they draft another great wide receiver? Absolutely, they could to go alongside him. I think the key we're learning is all of these wide receivers that are successful look through all of our top ones. They all have an amazing Robin to go with their Batman. So Chase, T. Higgins, Jefferson, Jordan Addison, or Hawkinson, if you will, A.J. Brown, <clears throat> Devonta Smith, 
CD Lamb. They've got plenty of options throwing the ball there. Uh, as far as other complimentary wide receivers, he's probably the only one that really doesn't, doesn't fit that, which may be why he hasn't. He's been like the only guy really the last few years in Dallas. You know what I mean? Like they've they flirted with some weird guys like Cooks. They had they just haven't had a, a real strong number two. They should have kept uh, Amari Cooper. That would have been better for CD. But sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You yeah. There. No, you're right. That is definitely the weakest out of that, along with Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, so, look, I, I'm just not as – like, there, there's some other younger wide receivers that excite me more that I'd rather have. Um, so, that's that's where I'm at with it. Like, do I like Olave? Would I love to have him? Of course. He's got great potential. He's a great performer. Did well at Ohio State. I just haven't seen him consistently perform at the level that I would expect him to be at. And I don't think it's necessarily his fault. It's just the situation as well that kind of concerns me with the offense there. Now that Sean Payton's gone, I don't like the current situation in New Orleans. I'd be worried, similar to how I'm worried as a Steelers fan right now with our offense. It's like the same reason why I don't have George Pickens in my top 12. Yeah, I don't have have Pickens. I'm not trying to... Yeah. yeah, and I'm not trying to get it twisted. Like, Olave is definitely better than Pickens as far as prospect goes, for sure. But similar types of concerns. They're like wide receiver A, wide receiver 1 on their teams on a bad offense. I don't see any opportunity for them to get better in the immediate near term, like in the next year or so. Could it be better two years from now? Of course, but that's just a little bit too far out. Yeah, when you watch the Saints, they just check it off to Kamara. It's pretty frustrating. It's just it's just checked down. The offense is just kind of anemic, you know. It's not a good situation for Olave. So we'll see if that changes. The NFL is always a fast changing league, especially especially with wide receivers. You just never know what kind of happens. But I do think the talent deserves or gives him the ability to be in the top twelve because he is so young. But I could see how you'd be disappointed in the Saints and Olave this year. I think he just left a lot out there, and the Saints are not a good football team. Um, my number nine here is Tyreek. That's where I kind of put Tyreek. I think I could move him easily, maybe above Alave. Kind of going back to Cody's point, depending on where you are. Obviously, I'd rather have Tyreek this year if I'm a contender than anybody because he's the top guy. But from a dynasty startup, I think you still got to take Alave over Tyreek. But he's just so dynamic; it's really hard to see him down here. But from a dynasty standpoint, you do take the years, and at 29, you think he's gonna, you know, at some point. If speed is his weapon, sure. if speed is his weapon, he will hit a wall at some point. Like he's not gonna age like a Larry Fitzgerald. You know, he he will be until he's not. But he's such a freak athlete. Maybe he just is gonna be this fast for ever. And when he's 32 years old, he's gonna be just as fast. And then Jeremy will have him for another three years, and Cody will just, you know continue to watch that happen because his argument was I'll trade away because he sucks in the last three games of the year. And, you know, that's true though. Great logic. He, he was not a dynasty playoff. performer. <laughs> I mean, that's show. The sample, the sample size is so small in that. I mean, it's just such a ridiculous. Yeah, player. but it's enough to, it's enough to piss the guy off enough that I just don't want to see him anymore. Yeah, Plus guess. he played for the team that I hate the most in the world. Like, Get him off my roster. I have Good. no regrets. Who is your nine real quick, and we'll finish this out. My, mine's going to be probably a little surprising to you guys, 
but it's two guys, honestly. It's, it's Drake London and George Pickens. I think Drake London has been coming around. What? Hold on. Hold on. Go look at his, go look at his stats last few weeks. They get that quarterback situation figured out in Atlanta. I think Drake London absolutely turns into a top five or six fantasy football wide receiver. He is a stud. George Pickens is in the same boat. That dude has so much athleticism. He yeah. is always open. He he reminds me honestly of a young Brandon Marshall. He's not, when I he's watch, not always open. So no, he's not, never open. He's not always open. His separation's horrible, but he can get he has there's catches. no he's anytime you throw it up to him, it's an 80-20 ball. He reminds he is Brandon Marshall when he was the Broncos and then the Bears, like that is what I see when I see George Pickens. And I, I, I if that quarterback situation is figured out or Kenny Pickett is the guy, they get a better offensive coordinator in there. The potential for George Pickens, I think, is legitimately seven years of like top eight production at the wide receiver position. It's it's an if, but again, in Dynasty, I think once you're once you're in like the tenth or eleventh wide receiver, you're also kind of going off of projections and what you think this guy's potential is. And I I love George Pickens. I think he is fantastic, and I think whoever has him should either sell very high on him or hold on to him because he is going to. I told you to be a little bit off the charts. I told you to be a little bit off the charts. I have him in a redraft. The... I have him in a redraft year in a in, in a league, and I he is starting every week, and I'm not really disappointed with him at all. So all right, finish out potential finish out your last two going on, or your last three. Um, CD Lamb and Crystal Lave. Okay, I like it. Eric, finish out yours. So my nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Devonta Smith. Drake London, Jordan Addison, and Zay Flowers. Have to go. Jordan Addison's a good ones. Mine are Tyreek at nine, um, Smith at ten, Diggs at eleven. Though I could move him down. Higgins at twelve. I'd put Flowers in London right after those two. I don't think they're in the top twelve yet, but uh, yeah, interesting conversation here, gents. It's always good to talk about. Definitely. You know, iron sharpening iron, just jousting between it all. I think we'd all have the same type of guys in there. There's no real big surprises. Maybe yeah. jumping up. Once here you and get there, past but... like eight, once you get past like eight, like that tier from nine to fifteen. Can all jump around to nine to the twenty. Year. There's a lot of guys that you can put in there like that. Cool. Well, we appreciate it. We got uh, some football to watch here, gents. So uh I don't even Go know. Titans. Yeah. <laughs> Steelers are already winning seven nothing. I'm with you. Did Pickett already throw a uh, touchdown pass here, Eric? No, of course not. Um, Najee Harris, George Pickens? amazingly. Oh, Najee! Najee brings it in. Couldn't have been more than like a three yard run, could it? No, had to be a one uh, yard. He has two carries for 14 yards, so it's actually amazing for him. All right. Two for 14. I already got five points. So Good statue. Deontay's already got two catches, 32 yards. Steelers are up seven nothing. First drive, that's how it goes. Um, we'll cue the music, boys, and get the heck out of here. We appreciate you, Eric. Thanks for uh, jumping on, and uh, Cody, welcome back to the pod. Oh yeah, the presence was missed. Go Hawks! All right, gents. We'll see you later. <laughs> see ya.